This is the Social Savvy Geek Show with Laura Pensatencio on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. Thank you for tuning in to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm glad you're here. Whether you're catching the live show or replay, thank you for listening. I'm Laura Pensatencio, and last show I talked about pricing your course and using bonuses. Today, we will putting all the information you received this season about marketing your online course together in one fabulous bonus episode. We'll cover vetting your course idea, free and paid marketing options, building your marketing funnel, and implementing your 90-day launch plan. We all know how much I love to launch things. Launching is fun. (laughs) This season of the Social Savvy Geek Show has focused on creating and promoting your online course. In previous episodes, we dove in-depth into each aspect of your online course. Now it's time to put all the information together from course idea and creation to launching, because launching is fun and also profitable. (laughs) It isn't enough to just have a great idea for a course. You have to actually create it, spend time refining it, and let people know about it. Just like a book or a movie has to be written or filmed, then it has to be edited, And finally, it has to be advertised. If you skip any of the steps, your course won't be successful. Ouch. Without creating your online course, you won't have anything to offer. Without refining your online course and marketing copy, you probably won't be speaking to any particular ideal audience. And without marketing, well, no one will know it exists. If you're brand new in business, you may want to consider teaching, coaching, consulting, or some combination of these activities while you're designing your course. Why? It's usually easier and less expensive to gain new consulting clients than to sell a course. It gives you experience with real people so that you can get feedback quickly, and then you'll know what works and what doesn't. You can also quickly learn where people breeze on through and where they get stuck. If you've already done this, then you're ready. Game on. The first step to your course creation and marketing is understanding your ideal audience. Who do you want your course to reach? Why? What do they need? In short, what is your ideal client's burning desire? If you don't know what drives your audience to get out of bed in the morning and what ultimate goal they're pursuing, your course in marketing will fall on deaf ears. You have to learn to speak your ideal client's language and address what they want out of life. A burning desire is the light at the end of your client's tunnel. It could be more time with their family the freedom to be location independent, time away from their own business to unplug, relax, unwind. When you're creating your sales copy and your course, make sure you speak to their desire. How are you going to help your client get one step closer to the burning desire? Once you understand that, you're ready to explore your course ideas. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. You can download your free course creation tool guide from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast and follow me at socialsavvygeek.com. Social savvy, I'm socialsavvygeek.com. No, Social Geek on Twitter. The next step in the timeline of your outline of your online course is to validate your idea. You don't want to spend your time creating your course and then discover it's not going to work for your target audience or the market is already oversaturated with other online courses just like yours, even though you are an individual and people will want what you have if they're 
already a hundred of it, then perhaps you need to refine and tune and do something slightly different. Where can you research to validate your idea? Facebook groups, your own email list, create a Google form and ask people. Call your clients or past clients and ask them. Search online. You can look places like Buzzsumo, Inbound, Google, Facebook Ads Manager, Google Keyword Research, or SEO tools to see which keywords your competitors are using. Especially if they're well-established and converting, they've already done some of this pre-work for you. Don't have to start from scratch. So I have a question here is people wanting to know, have I ever vetted a course and then realized that I had to adjust the idea to meet my audience's needs? Absolutely. This happens to everybody when we're starting out. And mine was more of a gradual shift and refinement. So it wasn't a let's scrap that idea and start over. Although um, I sat on a course for a long time and didn't ever complete it because I had other concerns and I just, I didn't get it finished. I did not complete the course. I didn't launch it. Um, it was something that I wanted to do, but it wasn't uh, a driving force. And I kept letting other things take precedent over it um, until, oh, big surprise, I bought um, Amy Porterfield's Courses That Convert and I finished it and I completed a course. And then I powered up with or partnered up with Monica Miller and we launched more than one multiple courses. Um, it really makes a difference to have a system to follow and know what you're doing. Now, I personally don't teach in depth, aside from this general advice, how to create a course. I'm a launcher. I show you how to market and launch your stuff. But yeah, I've created some courses. And it was harder than I imagined. And also more fulfilling and rewarding and amazing. And I highly recommend that if you have one in your heart, that you get it out there and then don't sit on it. Um, I sat on mine too long. I, I have no excuse. I just self-sabotage. That's what entrepreneurs do. I had it. I had the idea. I even put like half of it together. And then you know how we do. We get on to like five things at once and you're doing one thing and you're doing another thing. And then you get really involved with a client and uni focus happens. And then you look up from that and you're like, what was I doing again? I don't remember. So since that time, I've gotten really good with my marketing calendar and planning my launches and holding myself accountable by hiring high level coaches who hold me accountable because I am my own boss. And if I, I'm usually doing too much, not too little. And I wasn't slacking off when I wasn't doing this course. I was doing too many other things and didn't prioritize my time around finishing it. So I don't do that anymore. Now I have a calendar and a plan and a map and people to say, hey, did you do that? And um, it works. It works really well. Yes. All that to say that you have to validate your idea and then make it appropriate to the time. And if you shift your priorities, it's okay to tweak your course and make it fit. My original one was social media and teaching social media platforms and how to uh, develop social media. And I've moved on from that. That is not 
my primary focus anymore. Now I am marketing automation and email systems and launching and how to create a funnel that converts and helping people fast track their business to scale. Now I'm helping people grow instead of teaching individual how to use Facebook, how to use Twitter. I still cover those things, but I'm not known as the social media expert. So I have shifted the course to launching and planning and content to support your launch because that is where I am now. It's okay to change. You are not static. We are dynamic people and we grow and our courses will shift and grow with us. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. I'll share how to market your online course after this word from our sponsors. Mark your calendars, boys and girls. Social Media Day Denver is coming soon. Every year on June 30th, social media fans around the world come together each year to celebrate the myriad of ways in which social media has radically changed our lives for the better. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018. Collaborate with influencers, leaders, and dynamic speakers. Social Media Day Denver is a full-day conference full of recognized leaders in the social media industry, both locally and nationally. You don't want to miss out. Join us at Social Media Day Denver, June 30th, 2018, and receive exclusive insider social media knowledge, relevant and actionable content you can apply immediately into your business, make impactful connections and relationships for life, and meet and chat with the experts. This event is enlightening and fun for entrepreneurs and small business owners and anyone else who wants to be a part of this dynamic group of social media experts. Find out more at socialmediadaydenver.com. What is all the buzz about with Boost Biz Ed? Known for the past eight years as Boost Denver to their regulars, Boost Biz Ed Denver connects experienced business educators who have a heart to teach with brave and talented business owners who seek to learn new skills in a free-to-the-public format. By attending these Boost Power Sessions, small business owners and solopreneurs take away immediate, life-changing, actionable items that radically catapult their business trajectories. Please join them the first and third Wednesdays of each month from 9.30 to 11 a.m. That's downtown at the Spaces Ball park location see boostbized.com for more details with each boost session you attend you'll walk away empowered to apply specific action that will immediately improve your business who doesn't want to do that their speaker topics include leadership sales marketing and other subjects vital to the success of any business boost biz ed attracts great people networking happens naturally here before and after all boost sessions again join them the first and third wednesdays of each month from 9 30 to 11 a.m downtown at the spaces ballpark location see boostbized.com for more details we now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pence Atencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pence Atencio. I'm sharing with you the steps you'll need to take to market your online course. Download your free course creation tool guide to see easily which tools I'm using to create and market my courses. Visit the show notes at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast to get yours now. Once you've vetted your online course idea, it's time to create it. You can create a presentation, you can have handouts and workbooks, tutorial videos, whatever form you are the most comfortable with and fits your content. You can also include a duplicate types of content for the same teaching. For example, you could have a worksheet and an audio or video or written any combination that works, especially if you know that your audience is varied in their learning styles, you can support 
yourself in your creation process and your students by switching it up and giving them the tools they need in whatever format's going to work the best for you and for your audience. Now, once you've validated your online course idea and created the course, it's time to start marketing. Woohoo! It's fun stuff. There are several places and ways you can approach marketing. I'm going to start with the paid options and then move towards free options. So paid options include Instagram ads. They're really converting well right now if done correctly. You can use Facebook ads so you can target who you want and you can see your ad will be seen by your ideal clients. You can use your Facebook pixel and episode two season four is where I talk more about the pixels. Basically all you need to know for this moment is you get it from Facebook and you or your webmaster put it on your website and then you can track things and then you need to do it. You can use Google retargeting, retargeting to Facebook. So how that works is you run a Google ad and that helps because people are actively searching for the keywords you're targeting. They're searching, they're looking for it. But if they don't convert, you retarget them on Facebook and catch them at the right time there. And it lowers your ad cost overall. Ah, it's awesome. Okay, free options. Also Instagram. Use appropriate hashtags. There's some scuttlebutt that uh, Instagram is changing the way that they're using the hashtags. So uh, always check and see what the latest current best practices for hashtags are, but you're always going to want to use them. Now on Facebook, you're going to promote on your Facebook business page and then on your Facebook group, you want to have your own and you promote it in there, but also in other people's group in the appropriate threads on their promotional days. Don't be a spammer. Nobody likes that. On Twitter, again, use appropriate hashtags and keep your characters below 280. If you can write more and some tools that don't cut you off, but then Twitter will cut you off and you'll get the ellipses, a little dot, 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 and makes no sense. So make sure that you standard to it 180 characters. If you plan to have a particular tweet retweeted, you might want to leave some room for that too. Use graphics with details, name of your online course, the date it's launching, any bonuses that people will get before a certain time frame. You can get a lot more information in that image fast, and if it's visually appealing, people will stop scrolling and look at it. So use a combination, use your video and put text on there. Okay, LinkedIn. This is primarily good for B2B, not as much for B2C. However, if it's an appropriate topic for LinkedIn, you can remember that Although we're there as professionals, every single person is a person. So you could update the project that you're working on and announce your course. Just don't overdo it. For example, if you're a divorce counselor, human beings, human beings are on LinkedIn. They may or may not need what you have. So letting them know what you're working on is good because then they'll seek you out if they need it. Okay, just an example, humans. So if your online program is business to business, then absolutely promote that sucker on LinkedIn because people are there for primarily B2B interaction or job finding. Uh, so if, you're, if your B2C is targeting a job seeker or someone like that, still LinkedIn. That's, that's the exception to the B2C rule. <laughs> if you're a career counselor, it's technically B2C, but those people are on LinkedIn for sure. Okay. Don't forget events already on your calendar. You can market at your own workshop or event. You better be marketing at your own workshop or event. Um, at speaking engagements, always 
follow the protocol and be a good speaker so that people love to work with you and you'll be invited back. But you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't let people know what you're working on. You can do this at conferences. When you're networking, let people know what you've got. Just because you're in person doesn't mean that they might not go online and look at it. Um, You can do this at summits, both in person and online. You can do marketing at local organizations when you're out there. Um, Maybe it's an expo or a booth, or you could um, sponsor them. You can absolutely promote at festivals. There's also various medium. You can use blog, videos, podcasts. Um, Don't limit yourself just to one way of letting people know what's going on. You do want to become strategic when you're marketing course and look for opportunities to feature your course in front of different audiences. So that could be an expansion of your audience by taking, uh, taking into account bringing in affiliates, getting your peers to be affiliates for you and for your course, and make sure that they have complimentary services to what you have to offer. Um, I have a few peers and friends who are pretty similar, and we offer nearly identical programs, and that's probably not the best affiliate. However, I have other peers and friends who have services that are complementary to mine. For example, Monica Miller has content strategy. She really just gets into the strategy of the content, perfectly complementary, because um, it you could bring that to me, and I'm like, awesome, let's let's put that out into the world. Or someone like Lila Gonzalez, who is a mindset and business coach and motivates people to get things done and really helps them shift their perspective and get back into their body. And she does a lot of things. She's super amazing. But anyway, she and I have similar ideal clients, and we don't do the same work. We don't do the same work. Our work is very different. Now, the one thing you want to make sure is that everybody's energetically compatible, and they're all making a big impact, you know. So when you're putting your team together, you got to get the power players. Okay. Now, also joint ventures. It could be someone like, for example, with Monica, we went in together, and we're doing some stuff together. So even though we each have our own things, and we are affiliates for each other, we also co-created Marketing that Converts. Um, so you can get in front of another person's audience who has complimentary services. Again, use paid advertising. I have seen people just try and say, well, I don't want to pay. Okay, well, then perhaps you should go get a job. Like you're in business. You're in business to make money. And you know, they say it takes money to make money. Still true. It's just that it's an investment, not an expense. Think of it as investment. Now, if someone said, hey, I'm going to give you a nickel, or I want you to give me a nickel, but when you give me that nickel, I'm going to give you a dollar. Would you give them a nickel? Yes, you would. That's advertising. You just got to make sure that you're doing it wisely. All right. Also, be a guest on someone else's podcast or radio show, guest blog. It's awesome. It's amazing. You can do it. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. You can download your free copy of the course creation tool guide from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast and join us in the Social Savvy Geek Insiders group on Facebook. Once you've decided where you're going to market based on your ideal attendee, you need to decide which tools you're going to use to help you launch your online course. For example, you need an email service provider. You're not going to be sending people through your like regular old Gmail account or if you're using Microsoft or Outlook or whatever it is they have over there. Um, No, you need an email service provider, a dedicated database and email sender for your business lists. Um, 
of course, we love Infusionsoft. We partner with them. We're a certified partner agency, and they sponsor this show. All the love. It is amazing. Also, for years, uh, we have used ConvertKit, which is great for speakers, authors, and uh, consultants. It's designed specifically for bloggers, so it's really good um, if you're not quite ready to level up to Infusionsoft. And then MailChimp, if you're just starting out and you don't have a budget for this particular piece, sometimes you got to prioritize where you're sp- spending the money. If you're just brand new and your database is small, uh, MailChimp, you can get started and get a lot of things done uh, before you have to start paying for this particular tool. Um, some people grow into it and continue on paying for it. That's, it's a preference. I will not say that that's wrong. Um, you'll need a way to not only capture emails, but to lead people through a sequence that will encourage them to purchase your online course. The email sequence will also lead your prospects into the course benefits, the burning desire your course addresses, testimonials, and much more. So you need landing page tools. Your landing page is an essential component of your marketing. This is the place all of your promotion leads uh, up to. So it must be stellar and functional. You need to make sure it works. If your funnel is broken, people can't get to the end and buy your stuff. Um, so the landing page should have the benefits of your product, the testimonials, call to action, who the product is for and who it's not for, any bonuses, fear of missing out, and frequently asked questions. Make sure when you're telling the benefits of the product that you're doing it in a way that appeals to your audience. This is not you espousing how amazing your product is. We're all in love with our product. Do it in a way that appeals to your audience. It's all about them. It's not about us. All right. Use a template to get started. I use Minus Theme uh, running on Thrive Themes in conjunction with Infusionsoft. There you go. You'll want webinar tools. Some of these systems uh, course creators have used are Webinar Jam, GoToWebinar, Demio. I've used Demio. I've used Crowdcast currently on Webinar Jam. If you're on a budget, you can always look at these hosting sites for your next webinar. Google Hangouts on YouTube, Business Hangouts on Google, or Zoom. Just start where you are and use what you've got. Do not let lack of budget keep you down. Yes, you need money to make money, but you can make money as you go and then scale up. It is not something that should stop you. Do check out regular software. You'll need a way to collect payment for your online course. You need a checkout page. Since many landing pages don't take a payment, Infusionsoft does, but many don't, you might have to lead people to a page where they can pay you, such as a checkout page, Samcart. Um, Thinkific and Teachable are course sites, and they also have checkout pages included. There are multiple right ways to set all this up. There is not a one singular correct way to create a funnel. There are different ways that work. I have my favorites. I have my provens. I know what I like and what works for me and my clients. Um, But there are more than one way to get this completed. So don't freak out. Um, And if you have questions about this stuff, firstly, download the guide so you can see uh, what kind of thing you should be considering for where you are in your business. If you're just starting out or if you're ready to scale and you're like, I have proved my methods. I have proved my course. I am ready to go. We're taking this big. Awesome. Awesome. But come on in to the Facebook group also and ask your questions. And that's, again, it's free at the Social Savvy Geek show on Facebook and you join the Insiders group. 
Um, I do ask you questions when you come in so I can learn more about you and also um, to, to make sure that you're a person, like a real person and not uh, somebody trying to sell us all purses and sunglasses. So I'm keeping the bots out, keeping the humans in. Um, and as far as uh, longer or shorter courses, eh, it doesn't really matter us per se which uh, Teachable or Thinkific or, you know, on your own site using uh, your own developer. As far as the length of your course, it matters more about the experience that your students are expecting. That was a question that was just dropped on me. I'm answering it in case you're wondering where that came out of the blue. <laughs> you're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. I'm sharing with you how to put together all the information from season four to create and market your online course. We'll be right back. I'm Jessica Edinger, CNBC. Stocks are modestly higher. The Dow is up 32 points. The Nasdaq is up 18 points. The S&P is up six points. Walmart reported quarterly results that beat Wall Street forecasts this morning, but shares have fallen. They're down 1% now. Dillard's also beat estimates with earnings this morning. And at the Children's Place, it was a weak report. Over at JCPenney, a big miss. Shares have plunged down 10%. Another retail story this morning, BJ's Wholesale Club, a rival to Sam's and Costco, has filed for an initial public offering to become a publicly traded company. Wells Fargo shares are down more than 1% on a report that employees altered customer documents in a business banking unit. Yet another scandal at that bank. New York is again the billionaire capital of the world, with the most billionaires living there. Second is Hong Kong, although it's catching up, according to the Wealthex Billionaire Census. Larry Elder explains what was wrong with the Iran deal. It has nothing to do with the other thing that Iran is doing. The missiles, uh, arming uh, Syria, helping uh, Al-Qaeda, founding Hezbollah, arming Hezbollah, financing terror, financing other terror groups, covert terror groups. They're the ones financing the bad guys in Yemen. And none of that was included in the deal. None of it. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Lars Larson at 10, on Money Talk, 1690 AM. Having debt does put stress on a marriage, on your health. It just starts mounting up, especially with the interest. It just goes up. So I could definitely see there was stress in Lindsay, and that would spill over into our relationship and, and how we related to each other. Ben and Lindsay called nonprofit Christian credit counselors to stop the creditor calls, lower their interest rate, and get one monthly payment they could afford. Our situation's definitely improved, and it's such a difference to not borrow to get things and you actually save to get them. It's a liberating feeling. At Christian Credit Counselors, your freedom from debt is their number one priority. On average, their clients become debt-free up to 80% faster. It's definitely freedom. See how much Christian Credit Counselors can save you. Call a personal credit counselor for your free no-obligation debt analysis. Call 800-557-1985. Your journey to financial freedom begins now. Call 800-557-1985 or visit ChristianCreditCounselors.org. ChristianCreditCounselors.org. Call 800-557-1985. Attention baby boomers. Bob Muni, reverse mortgage specialist with Silverleaf Mortgage, will be hosting Muni for Your Money, a discussion with financial planners, attorneys, and realtors specializing in specific financial issues facing baby boomers and their families. We will help you prepare for and prosper through retirement. Muni for Your Money on Saturdays, 2.30 to 3 p.m. on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 a.m. That's Saturdays at 2.30 on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 a.m. 
Now, back to the social savvy geek, Laura Pensatencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. I'm sharing with you how to put together all the information from season four to create and market your online course. Now that you have your course vetted and created, your marketing place, marketing places planned, and by that I mean places that you plan to market, and your tools are ready, it's time to put together your marketing funnel for your course launch. You know, launching is my favorite part. I really enjoy it. <laughs> so we're going to go over real fast. What is this funnel and what does it do for you? Why do I love them so much? Because they work. Systems to scale people. It's awesome, I promise. Okay, so top of the funnel. This is where people first become aware of your online course. Sometimes this is where they first become aware of you simultaneously. That's okay. This includes uh, your blog, social media, advertisements. Um, the top of your funnel is all about getting people to your primary hub of content, which is your website. Your website sometimes is the top, sometimes it's the middle. That's okay. It does double duty. That's why your website is so very important. When people search for the topics you cover, your blog posts show up in their search engine and lead them right to your website and your offer and then your opt-in. Now the middle of the funnel provides outstanding useful content and gets people to opt in to the final funnel stage. I like the alliteration there, final funnel. <laughs> um, your blog paired with a call to action, an opt-in offer or content upgrade is a powerful, powerful tool. You do not want to neglect your blog people. Um, you can use videos, tutorials or vlogs, which is a video blog vlog with a call to action, opt-in or upgrade. You can use podcasts or also a radio show that doubles as a podcast like this one. Also, ha we'll have a call to action, an opt-in or an upgrade. You may be sensing a pattern here because it doesn't matter where the top of the funnel is. Once they're in, we're taking them down a very similar path. We tweak it a little bit based on the user experience from where they came in. Like an Instagram person is going to be a little different than a Twitter person. Most of the time, I'm a both. So just saying. But we tweak it a little bit, but it's really similar really similar. So this is where you want to show people their burning desire and give them a taste of how you can help them, your potential attendees, reach their goal. Now the bottom of the funnel, this is when you've, you've got them in, they're reeled in, you got them on the line, but you're not finished yet. No, you have now got them on your email list where you can nurture them make them convert. Um, you've got a free webinar or masterclass, which is a great way to earn like, know, and trust quickly, especially the people who are just learning of you and don't already like, know, and trust you. So it's kind of a fast forward there. Then you can get potential clients buying with a must have offer. What is it that they need right now that you can give them? Offer a low cost, no brainer product, something that is just a Yes, 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 I have to have that. And then once people make that first purchase, they are more likely to buy from you again. So don't think, oh, that purchase is too small. It doesn't matter. They bought something. Once they buy, they are buyers. Now they're programmed to say yes when you offer them things. And I mean programmed in like a non-threatening way. 
just like a human behavior way, not like beep, 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 I'm going to take over your brain. No, no, not like that. So um, do offer nurturing, non-offer emails. Keep people top of mind. Not everybody who comes through your funnel is going to convert. I'm sorry to say, you're going to get a lot of people who are going to be there who are not going to buy from you right now. Some of them are not going to buy from you ever. Just be okay with that. However, once they're in there, you can send them nurturing email because they came through for a reason. They're interested, at least mildly, in what you've got. So don't just say, oh, you didn't buy from me. Get out of here. No, 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 no. Keep those people warmed up and ready to buy from you in the future. Some of them, the time is just not right. And some of them need to get to know, like, and trust you better. Like, they're ready, but they're not sure if it's you they're ready for. So keep the nurturing going. The time to create a funnel will take the first time you create a funnel. It's going to take the longest by far. You have to start posting regular blogger articles, videos, and podcast episodes, whatever you've got going on, you've got to do it and do it regularly. You've got to make your opt-ins and content upgrades and design your email sequence. However, once you build your first funnel, you can use the pieces of it over and over again, especially when you're launching the same thing. Now, if you're launching something different, there's a lot of tweaking and tinkering that goes on, but I think that's where the fun is. <laughs> because funnels have so many pieces, you're going to get in front of more people and build more awareness. And keep in mind, if you've been listening throughout this season, and then also um, other seasons of the show, I have given you a lot of templates to make this process easier. Go download the, the things. Don't start from scratch, please. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. You can download your free copy of the course creation tool guide from socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast and join us in the Social Savvy Geek Show Insiders group on Facebook. So far, we've covered creating your course and choosing where you're going to market and what tools you're going to use. The launch is where everything comes together and gets implemented. Before you can launch, you need to set your online course price. Research how much, how much online course is similar to yours in your industry cost. If it's similar to yours in a different industry, that doesn't really apply. Experiment to see how much attendees are willing to pay. You could have a number in your head that is not in alignment with what your potential clients have in their head and their hearts. So you got to experiment and find the place where you're both winning. All right. Everybody needs to be served. The best type of business and the best type of relationship is where every person involved feels like they got a deal. Everybody feels like they won. You feel like you were paid appropriately for your knowledge and services and your clients and your customers feel like they were served and got great value and had a shift. So everybody wins. Remember, quantity of content does not alone determine the price of your online course. The impact of your content is vital. How big of a shift are you helping people take? How much impact are you going to have on their life or their business and by their business also their life? Even when we're talking about business, the shift in impact is also life related. If I'm helping someone go from, you know, where they are now to 10 times where they were, do you think that's going to have an impact on their family? I believe it will. I think it will. And their community. It's a ripple effect butterflies, every little 
drop, every little wing affects everybody. So look into adding a sign-up bonus to entice more people to attend your course. An extra exercise, tool, workbook, training, or segment that isn't crucial to the success of your course or attendees. Your bonus can be the difference between someone buying now and waiting. And remember when they wait, they may forget about you. And it's not because they don't like you. They have the best of intentions. It's because life happens and things keep moving on down the road. And uh, they may not circle back around. Some people like me who like order and structure and checking off boxes and are very persistent, we circle back around, but not everybody is like that. So your bonus could be the difference between them um, buying now and waiting, but also it should feel like a natural fit for your online course. And it should feel like a bonus. It's not a regular part of the course that you're just calling a bonus. The bonus also works best as a reward and not something that's available all the time. It needs to be something special. Your bonus should be a true addition to your course and not something that you've been doing for so long that it's, it's just expected. So don't like take something out of the course and then add it as a bonus and people already know it used to be included because that just gets a little weird. Um, so you can see, yeah, you don't want to be, you always want your, your bonuses and your sales to feel authentic. Don't like jack the price up and then lower it. Now there's a difference between showing the value in the price and showing a false price and a lower price. Now the value is fair to show because we are not selling these courses at their value. We are, we're selling them at a course that's reasonable for someone to actually pay. There's a big difference, but don't jack the price up, show a false price and then give a false sale because that's like those craft stores and like we people we are not a retail store we are coaches and consultants and we're changing lives not giving fake sales you can offer different bonuses at different times maybe you give early birds a certain bonus and the course and the people who get to the end of the course get a different thing maybe your workbook bonus doesn't have to seem to be increasing sales so you try converting it to an extra video your bonuses and your price are aspects of your course you will have to figure out through trial, trial and error, and that's okay. We all do that. Don't let the fear of failure or change stop you from selling your course and making the impact you want, and more importantly, the impact your audience needs from you. They need it. You're serving them. Don't, it's not about us. It's about them. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Get your free goodies from our show at socialsavvygeek.com forward slash podcast. Stay tuned. I'll answer your questions when we get back from this break. As an entrepreneur, how does this sound to you? Learn how to make your marketing work for you without becoming a slave to your business, even if you don't have a big list. Does this sound like crazy talk? Because it doesn't have to be. This is how marketing is supposed to work. With a proven plan and systems that work, you can make your marketing a powerful, unstoppable force. Monica Miller of Monica Writes and Laura Pence Atencio of Social Savvy Geek have combined their genius to bring you marketing that converts. 
simple, proven systems that can make the difference between scrambling to find your next client and a thriving business with sold-out events, wait lists for private coaching, and online program sales that used to be out of reach. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Visit marketingthatconverts.online to find out more. That's marketingthatconverts.online to learn more. Looking for adult education classes, workshops, and seminars in Denver? Colorado Free University offers a wide array of adult education classes in the Denver metro area. Their programs include Spanish lessons and classes and other foreign language classes, CompuSkills computer training classes, as well as arts and crafts classes, dance classes, writing classes, career and business classes and seminars, classes in personal growth and development, performing arts workshops, special events, and much more. They recognize that many of the folks who take classes at CFU are small business owners or aspiring entrepreneurs. An area of focus in their programming is putting together a great selection of social media training and online marketing. These days, you can't do business without learning at least a little about using social media and other online marketing tools for your business. Get more information at freeu.com. That's freeu.com. That's free, the letter u.com. We now return to The Social Savvy Geek, Laura Pensatencio, on KDMT, Denver's Money Talk, 1690 AM. You're listening to The Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensatencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about launching your online course in 90 days. Why 90 days? We're going to tell you. There's a good reason behind that. I did not arbitrarily make that up, I promise. Getting to this stage in the process is not easy. Look at all the systems you've set up and the content you've created so far. You're awesome. Go you. Celebrate every step of this. Do not wait until the end to celebrate because every time you complete and a piece of this, you are winning. Period. You've vetted and designed your online course. You researched the best places to market for your budget and target audience, and you chose tools to help you along the way. You built your funnel system, landing page, bonuses, and free webinar. Now it's time to fill in the missing piece of content and launch your online course. Here is the 90-day launch outline. 30 days to prep. Content creation is important. So you need content. It has to be related to your online course. This means creating all your blogs, social media content, and copy for ads in advance. You don't want to be scrambling around during your launch trying to create some content that kind of sort of makes sense to go out at the same time. No, we do this in advance. You can begin creating your landing pages also. You can set up so much stuff in advance, and when you're in the middle of a launch, you will thank me. You can literally come thank me. <laughs> I'll take those on the Social Savvy Geek show insider group on Facebook because I am happy to say I told you so it's wonderful you're welcome okay 30 days to prime and that's like priming the pump prime 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 publishing content with content upgrades this is the priming of your audience for the course you're getting them in the right mindset they're thinking now about the thing that you're getting ready to show them so they're already having thoughts ow I just hit my headset with my hand because I'm just gesticulating with excitement. <laughs> that was funny. Okay, so people are getting excited, like me, about what's coming up. 
Think of priming as planting the seeds for excitement. You're starting to show people their burning desire. You aren't telling them that you have a way of helping them just yet. You're just sharing with them information that is related to the topic of your course. Then you have 30 days to promote. So prep, prime, promote. This is where you mention your online course. Your content is ready for release. Your audience is ready for you to help them get closer to reaching their burning desire. You can promote your course within your blogs, in your email list, social media, etc. During the cart open and close times, have an ad going out about your online course. Also, this is when you want to be doing your webinar. Remember all this content we created? This is why, because you're busy right now. You're busy. So you want to create this stuff in advance. And this is what you've been waiting for. You've worked hard and it's time for everything to come together. You're listening to the Social Savvy Geek Show. I'm Laura Pensitencio. Find out more about me at socialsavvygeek.com. We're talking about launching your online course in 90 days. And now we have Caitlin to ask me questions and I will answer. All right. The first question I think is something a lot of people feel. They feel overwhelmed when they see everything that they have to do all together. So how do they avoid feeling like it's just too much? Ah, you start with a plan. And in the 90-day launch template that I provide for you, free of charge, just download it, get yours, is I tell you what to do day by day by day. And so the content creation, I've outlined it through a 30-day time period. So don't look at the whole 30 days. Look at your activity for that one day. This is kind of like when you're when you're driving at night. You don't need to worry about what's going on. I used to drive all the time from Virginia to New York and New York to Virginia. I didn't worry about what was going to happen in the road in Pennsylvania while I was still in Maryland. Like, I will worry about Pennsylvania when I get to Pennsylvania, okay? Um, so worry about where you are right now. And you do have the map. So I knew I was taking 95 pretty much all the way. But you need to know where you're going in the end, but then only focus on what's right in front of you. Because, man, if you're trying to figure out what's beyond your headlights, you are not going to get there very fast because you're just going to go real slow going, oh, my God, I don't know what's coming. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I hope so. What are the key pieces I should focus on creating first? Well, when you have the plan, you'll know first, the first thing you want to do is actually create your outline and name exactly which pieces you should create first. So you have to have an idea in mind for your course and you work backwards from there and say, what could I teach that is relative to this course that is the webinar? So you'll know what your topic is and then work backwards from there. And so what Monica and I do for um, Marketing That Converts is our blog articles leading up to um, up to the course during the priming portion are actually on the same topics we teach in the course. They're very related. We follow the same pattern and it's the same things we're going to teach, only we're not going super in depth to the point where you would get in the course with there's no videos showing you how to do this stuff. But the if you have your outline, it will become clear to you exactly which content you need. Um, you just need a list. So get your download. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, sorry, this question is worded weird. <laughs> um, 
Let's just say I want a partner for my course and my launch. Where should I start looking? Uh, I Before you get this involved with somebody, you need to have worked with them before on other things. This is a big deal. So don't be looking for someone and then say, oh, hey, let's do a part. You should know, um, like, for example, with Monica, we worked together. We were already uh, teaching at the same places, speaking at the same places. Uh, we were talking a lot, and it just made sense. Like, I didn't go looking for her. We found each other first and then decided to do something. So I wouldn't go looking for someone. But if you were, make sure that you get a referral. Don't just randomly find someone because that's a good way, I think, uh, to get burned. If I have a limited budget to use for my launch, where do you recommend I put my money? Make sure that you have tools that serve your audience at a level um, that they are expecting to be served um, and use what you can afford. I would always say go for the best you can, even if it's a little bit of a stretch. If um, you've got like no budget, well then you might need to find a sponsor or um, some way to get some budget. That's why I recommend people have coaching, consulting, or you know other type of clients. So you have some income to put behind this, especially since um, if you're, when you're going to do your webinar, you can absolutely have other people cross post it for you, but you're going to want to have a Facebook, but a Facebook ad budget. Uh, it is still kind of the easiest field to play on for the least amount of money, but you got to have a little bit to start. I'm going to ask a follow-up question to that. Yeah. If you are just starting on a face- Facebook ad budget, mm-hmm. would you say like $30 a week more than that, what's a good starting place? That depends on your industry and what your cost per conversion is going to be and what your break even is. And there's a lot of factors. I'm pretty sure that Amy Porterfield has a calculator that you can get from her site that I'm not going to recreate because she's already got one, um, that when you're going to launch a webinar, um, I'm sure she has one because I use it. She gave it out and it's awesome. Um, One of her partners used it. Um, I don't remember which one of her partners, um, but they published it. It's available. Uh, and it's uh, it, you put in there how many people you need to get from your webinar and um, how much your cost per click is, and they give you estimates. And you put all the numbers in, and it's this is data. This is math. So I can't tell you. You have to plug in your own numbers, and you get math out. <laughs> But I will say that any small budget's better than none. And I have seen people start with five or ten dollars a day ramping up, and I've also seen people spend, you know, half a million. So really it there's a range. <laughs> a very big range. There's a very big range. This is my second launch. My first one was okay, uh-huh. but I didn't build as much interest as I hoped. What areas of my marketing do you recommend I look at tweaking first? Hmm. Let's see. First launch went okay. Didn't build as much interest as I hoped. Where should I look at tweaking? I don't really know where they started. Um, let's see. I'm assuming that you did the regular, like if you followed the instructions that I was saying, um, didn't build as much interest as I hoped. Okay. I would start with tweaking small things like the headline, the title, the ad copy, um, and see if that 
sparked some interest because it could just be that your language is not as appealing to your audience as you hoped it would be. And that is often a broken spot. Messaging is so important. So if the headlines uh, get people looking at it and then it's still not converting, I would say next you want to look at one of the things that happens a whole lot is it's all about you and it's all about your product and it's all about your service because your service is awesome. It really is. Your product is amazing. I am not saying that it's not. However, nobody cares. Like my work is awesome. My work is amazing. You don't care. No, it's my work. What you care about is that you get what you need. Fast track to scale, more clients, more income. How can I help you? How can I help you with your family? How does my course get you what you want? So if you look at yours, and this is an ongoing thing, and I have coaches for this in my own, because I love my stuff just as much as you love your stuff, and I'm too close to my own project. I have to get a second set of eyeballs on mine, even though I do this for a living. It is not the easiest thing. So have someone read it and say, but why should I care? And then reword it because, you know what, that's probably why it's not working. (laughs) All right. Is there one more? There's one more. All right, go. I have an idea for an online course, but don't have time to do all of this now. I'm afraid someone else will steal it. Should I rush to create and launch or take my time and hope no one else gets there first? No rushing. No race. Your thing is your thing. Take your time and do it right, period. (laughs) That's all there is. All right. We have just enough time left for announcements. Woohoo! All right. Social Media Day Denver has an amazing lineup of speakers ready to share their social media knowledge with you. Y'all, I am on the planning committee for this event, and the more I see, the more excited I get. You have to come. I'm going to be there. I'm speaking with some amazing speakers. I am so excited. Tickets are available now at socialmediadaydenver.com. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Contact Aaron Sell at socialmediadaydenver.com for details. Thank you to our partner and sponsor, Infusionsoft. So excited to be a certified partner agency. I'm helping businesses use Infusionsoft systems for a fast track to scale. You can find out more at socialsavvygeek.com. Dot com. I am completely geeking out on the system, marketing automation, email services, funnels. So much fun. I can't wait to show you. Join us next week as we launch season five. We'll all share author marketing season uh, secrets, not seasons, secrets. I have a question for you. Answer me in the Social Savvy Geek Show Insiders group on Facebook. What's your favorite part of marketing your online course? I love launching. What's your favorite part? You don't have to say the same thing as me. There's not a right answer. This is totally which part do you get all warm and fuzzy about? Which part do you love? I am curious. Thanks for joining me today on the Social Savvy Geek Show. I appreciate you. Until next time, join our conversation online. Savvy? Savvy.